Boom. Boom. We're back. Finally back here. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a little Instagram live. I, I'm going to let this load up. Uh, you know, some people will watch this on the replay at some point. You know, it's a Saturday afternoon. The Patriots schedule just came out a couple days ago. I have it printed out right here. We're going to go game by game. Like, let me go first. I want to hear what people say, but I want to go game by game and give you an honest prediction. Now, there's a lot of haters out there. There's a lot of assholes out there that say the Patriots aren't going to even win five games this season. They're not going to win seven games this season. I can find 10 wins on here for you. I can tell you how it's going to go. I think that they could go up to 12 wins. Nothing more than 12 wins, but I, I can find it in this schedule right here. And I'm not going to be doing like wins and losses every single week. You have to do them in clusters. We have to break it down. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to... I'm just going to give you my prediction. I'm going to go game by game, but in clusters. You're going to see. I'm going to confuse you as we're talking here. And then uh, once I'm done, if anyone wants to jump in, it's, uh, it's up on you. Let's get some certain situations out of the way here. First and foremost, I still drink Bud Light. I don't give a fuck about your politics. I don't care what you guys think. I'm a they, them, theirs right now. That's what I'm doing, and I'll still drink it. So that's going to be my drink of choice still. Don't care. Second thing. The major news coming out of New England Patriots was the return of TB12. And if you got to catch their little uh, schedule release, I ha I should have saved everything a little bit better here to get prepped for this because um, I'm terrible and I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You got room for one more? You got room for one more? You got room? The man's back. Tom Brady getting honored at the home opener. Um, I know that the news the next day came out about him like trying to get in with the Las Vegas Raiders and get part ownership. He's a businessman. He's trying to be a businessman. I don't care about that stuff, but Tom Brady's going to be back. Week one is going to be absolutely insane, not only for the fans to finally give the farewell to Tom Brady, and rightfully so, that he deserves, but man, that's a ton of pressure on Mac Jones week one. And I'm telling you, I am telling everybody, if you listen to my podcast, Babs and the Mic, and I know I haven't been doing the Instagram lives, I've disappeared. I mean, it sucks. Like, season ended early. It's done. Like, you wait a couple months, there's really nothing to talk about. Yeah, we just had the draft, the schedule release, OTAs is coming up. But I'm going to tell you guys this. There is going to be a quarterback controversy driven by the Boston media of Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. The fans, you people out there, are still debating it. It's Mac Jones' team. If Mac Jones goes out there and sucks week one, he's going to get booed out of that stadium. They're going to be chanting Tom Brady. They're going to be stirring the pot. They, it's like the Felger and Mazes, the Adam Jones, even Mark Bertrand. Like They're going to be stirring the pot and you guys are going to be listening to it, I'm telling you. There's a lot of pressure that on Belichick to make sure that he doesn't fucking fumble this for the second straight year in a row because he did a terrible job with the Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi dilemma last year. So a lot of pressure. But I have the confidence in Mac Jones with a full offseason, with the coaching around him, that he'll be fine. And I'm going to say this about Mac Jones. I'm not saying that Mac Jones is going to go out there and throw 30 touchdowns this year. He's going to have to be a game manager. He's not going to be an elite quarterback. Game manager, limit your turnovers. And I look at what they did in the draft with Bill Belichick and focusing on defense, defense, defense. He's going to Bill O'Brien and saying, I will hold these teams to 20 points or fewer. Just get me 21. Can Mac Jones get you 21 points? It hasn't. You haven't really seen it last year, but in 2021, he can. And I think if you have the 2021 version of Mac Jones, same Mac Jones, but with Bill O'Brien, they're going to be fine. That's why I say there is 10 wins here. I think that people aren't giving the offense enough credit. And I don't think people are giving Mac Jones enough credit. You also have to keep this in mind. I'm going to pound this into your brain all season long. The elite quarterbacks out there are getting paid. These guys are getting paid. This is Mac Jones year three. He'll be eligible for an extension this offseason. So Mac Jones... If he has this way over-the-top great season, he's going to want to be paid. Daniel Jones. Look at Daniel Jones and what he got paid. Do you think Daniel Jones should have got paid that much? 
But if Mac Jones is more of a game manager, they focus more on the run game, short passes, eating clock, they're going to extend Mac Jones and give him like a four-year deal for like $100 million, like a $20 million quarterback per year. And that's where you're probably going to end up seeing next season them going out and actually spending money on the offense to get that offensive weapon. I think they want to secure Mac Jones on an extension for a smaller contract compared to all the other quarterbacks in the league. That's just my take. And you might see that in the offense this year. They might somewhat limit Mac Jones in certain ways. Work with what you got, though. I'm telling you, I'm going to pound that into your head all season because this is how you have to look at it going in the future. You're getting, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's what it's going to be. And and I know Brett is in here and Brett's going to be talking about how it's asinine to say that the Patriots are even going to have double digit wins, but they're, it's, it's here. And this is what we're going to do. I'm going to pull up now. I'll stop talking in this sense. We got to move on, right? So I will pull up the schedule for you so you can look along and I might try to post this later as a as a uh, podcast you have the schedule I have it pulled up right here so here's what we're going to do you got to do these in clusters okay now I'm going to give you a I, I I've been looking at this for the last 48 hours so I can break this down and I'm going to tell you how there could be a 12 win season I can tell you how there'll be a 10 win season and I'll even tell you how there'll be an eight win season all right I think the floor, personally, for this team is going to be 10 wins. I don't see them getting any worse than 10 wins here. But I think that their ceiling is 12 wins. I'm going to keep it at that. So when you look at the – and I, I don't have them written down because I might change my mind as we're going here. When you look at the schedule, you look at the clusters. I talked about clusters at the start of this. The first four games of the season is that major cluster right there. That's the cluster I want to focus on. Home against the Eagles, home against the Dolphins – at Jets, at Cowboys, right? When you break it down even more into that cluster, two at home, two on the road. Now, what the Patriots need to do, the best start in my mind for the season is two and two. Like, I don't want to pick wins and losses. Like, that's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. No, it's the cluster effect. The first four games is two and two. That's the way I look at it. Now, say the Eagles home opener, are they going to win that game? Who knows? You literally have six months to prep for this game, pretty much. Like, this game needs to be all the focus, because Mac Jones, in the home opener, he's 0-2. He is 0-2. He does not win in Week 1. He has not won in Week 1. So I think this is an important game for Mac Jones that he needs to win. But you've got, obviously, a team that just went to the Super Bowl. They're going to be Super Bowl favorites this year. They're coming in. If they win against the Eagles, they're going to lose against the Dolphins. If they lose against the Eagles, they're going to win against the Dolphins. That's my clustering effect right there. I don't see them starting 0-2. You start 0-2, let me tell you this, you start 0-2, your season's done. The season's over. I said this last year. I said this. I said that Miami game, week one, was a must win. It's a must win. And people are like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's too early in the season. Well, obviously when it's late in the season and they're going into Buffalo in a must win scenario, if they had that win earlier, they would have been locked for a playoff spot. So I'm saying not that it's a must win week one, but it's a must for the Patriots to go one and one to start the season. I don't care where it comes from. I, it's just like a seven-game series, right? The Celtics, they're going on right now. It's about stealing that one game. You need to go one and one. You need to go two and two. If you put a gun to my head right now and you said, Babs, where's the wins and losses coming from right now? I would say this. I would say loss against the Eagles, win against the Dolphins, if you wanted to put it that way. I think there's going to be so much pressure on Mac Jones because of the Tom Brady return game. And I think that he needs to step up and, and be that guy. I think that's going to rattle his head. But I do think that the Patriots and Mac Jones can bounce back on Sunday Night Football. But again, it's one and one. So I'll put this on my paper right here. I think Mac, jo Mac Jones needs to win a home opener. I will put the Eagles as a loss. But I will put the Dolphins at a whim. Now, when you look at the Jets and at the Cowboys, at the Jets, I'm going to put that as a loss. I think Aaron Rodgers, early in the season... I was there, I was there, what was it, two years ago when they had Zach, or last year, last year with Zach Wilson, right? It was there two years ago, Zach Wilson, his first start, it was their home opener, he pooped on himself. Then he went last year, and the Jets were good. They were like, what, 5-2 and two going to that game? And Mac Jones had that pick six that luckily got called back. 
The Patriots look pretty sloppy out there. I just think that the Jets are going to have a hot start on the, on their side, and I will give the Jets a victory on that. And and normally, a guy that I'm by, hey, listen, I'm biased, by the way. I'm giving the Jets a win right there early in the season. So that's a loss for the Patriots. But when you go out to the Dallas Cowboys, that Cowboys team's overrated. I got people telling me, they got CeeDee Lamb, they got Cooks, they got Tony Pollard. That's why Belichick is fucking beefed up the defense. And if you look at the schedule, the way it happens, they're going to be one and two going into week four. One and two, it's a must win week four. That's why I break them even. They're going to be two and two. That's the first cluster right there. I don't care wins and losses in those first four games. You have to start the season two and two. Anything worse than two and two, team's done for the season. The team is done for the season. I will root for them. I will make you believe in them. I'll be super optimistic about it. I will do anything I can. But I'm just saying, right now, it's May. But I said, if they go 1-3, and three, if they go 0-4, oh you're done. You have to go 2-2 two and two at minimum. Go to the next cluster of games. The next two games is New Orleans Saints at home and at Las Vegas. That's 2-0. and oh. That's two wins right there. Derek Carr isn't anything special. Not afraid of him. A little revenge game here for Mac Jones. Because just remember, two years ago, New Orleans Saints came up to Foxborough and they got and they beat the Patriots because they were focusing on the Bucks. That's something that you have to have instilled in your brain. They came up here and beat us in our house. We have to get the revenge game on that. That's a win against the Saints. That's going to be, that Dallas game is going to show what the defense truly can do. Now you're four weeks into the season. You go into week five at home, the defense again, really going to show what's going to happen. When you go to Las Vegas Raiders, that Raiders team got worse than what they were last year. The Patriots should have won in Vegas last year. It's a win. I look at a revenge game. It's going to be a win right there at the Raiders. So, when you take that first six games, four and two, you're already looking at a four and two season right there. I don't think they're going to be any worse than that. Could they be? Sure. But in the Babs world, in my world, they're going to go four and two in the first uh, six games right there. Here's the next cluster that's coming up here. And this is where the spin zone's going to happen. Because I told you, I'm going to find you 12 wins here, but I'm also going to find 10 wins and maybe even eight wins, right? Because you do have to bring it down to reality. The two tough games right here. Buffalo Bills at home week seven, week eight at Miami Dolphins. I think it's going to be split one and one. Don't care. Don't know which way it's going to go there. I say they lose to Buffalo uh, and then they win against Miami. Maybe they win at home against Buffalo and they lose to Miami. That's a one and one split. Now, could they go 0-2 in that area? Yes, they could absolutely go 0-2. So in my case here, writing this down, I'm going to put it off to the side too. So we'll, we'll wrap it up at the end there. I will say that they beat the Buffalo Bills on week seven at home, but they lose to Miami week eight because that's going to just be a split. Again, I'm gun to my head. I'm just saying it's going to be one and one, but I will give you the 0 and two there because you got to keep going here. All right. So now we're done in that cluster. So say they do split, right? You're looking at what? Five wins and three losses. You're five and three. The next two games, Washington Commanders at home, then you're in Germany against Indianapolis. That's two wins right there. You cannot look me in the face right now and say that Babs are going to lose one of those games. Those are two wins. There's nothing's guaranteed for the New England Patriots. Trust me, there's, there's no Tom Brady saving your ass anymore. Those are two wins right there, back to back. You got the Commanders, you get that win in, in Germany. You stop there. It's the bye week. Based on Babs' math right now, you're 7-3. and three. You're seven and three. The softest part of this schedule right here is from November 5th going all the way down to into December when they play Pittsburgh. Those five games with the bye slashed in there are the most important games for the New England Patriots that's this upcoming season if they want to go to the playoffs. You have to go 5-0. and oh. And I think they can go 5-0. and oh. You cannot tell me that they're going to lose to Washington at home and they're going to go to Germany, which is going to be a, a home game for the Patriots. A lot... Of Patriots fans going out there, they're gonna win that game. Seven and three. And I see some laughing there. Worst case, in my mind, because of that 0 and 2, they're gonna be six and four going there. They're not gonna be five and five. Worst case, six and four headed into the bye. And I'll write that down. Worst case, six and four. Best case scenario is gonna be seven and three. Again, two and two to start the season. They're gonna win two straight, it's Saints and Raiders. They're gonna split. Bills and Dolphins, they're going to win two straight. They go into the bye week. Now, let's go after the bye. At the New York Giants. The Giants, and this was a good little tidbit here by Mike Reese. 
they have every game that they play this year, they have no team coming off a bye. So in this case, the New York Giants, but I give the Giants a little bit credit. A playoff team last year, they have a good coach with Dayball. But here's the thing. The Giants bye week is the very next week coming off of that game, right? They're going to be hurt. They're going to be huffing and puffing. The Patriots are coming off a bye week. It's a win at MetLife at the Giants. Then you look at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers are so overhyped. It's completely insane. And it's a one o'clock game in Foxborough. Bill Belichick owns the Chargers. The Chargers are going to come in thinking it's 10 in the morning, but it's a one o'clock game. They're going to lose that game. That's a win too. Short week. You go to Pittsburgh. It's Thursday night football. They're going to win on Thursday night football in Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh team's going to implode. Mike Tomlin's finally going to have one of those under 500 seasons by then. By then, when you play Pittsburgh, they're going to be already out of it. That's a win right there. You're going to have three straight wins. After the bye week, you can say fade me all you want. I'm not listening to you right there. Right there, that's 10 wins. I just gave you 10 wins. Two and two to start the season. Two straight Saints and Raiders. You split against the Bills and Dolphins. You win two straight going into the bye week. You win three straight after that. That's 10 wins right there. 10 wins, 10 and three, 10 and three. Worst case scenario, okay, maybe they're nine and four at that point. But you cannot tell me that Washington Commanders, Colts, Giants, Chargers, Steelers, five games, the most important games of the season right there. They have to go 5-0. and They can go 5-0. and That's the softest spot on the schedule. We've already seen it the last couple of years. They have that soft spot, and they do very good in those soft spots. I'm just letting you know. Now, you take the last cluster of games here. It's the last four games in a row. And I'm going to tell you this. I'll be biased, and I'll be real. The bias of me says they'll go 2-2 two and two to end the season. That's how you get your 12 wins. In the last four games, you got to go 2-2 two and two if you want your 12 wins. This is where it gets tricky because in re- – and that's, that's where I get their 12 wins. That's how you get 12-5. and five. You go 2-2. Two and two. You lose to Kansas City. Maybe you beat Denver. You lose to the Bills. And then you beat the Jets at home, however it happens. That is the toughest schedule at the very end because I'm giving Denver credit. It's hard for them to play there. It's going to be a primetime Christmas Eve game, Monday Night Football against Kansas City. And Kansas City probably going to be rolling in. Pat Mahomes is going to want to push you down. You got at the Bills. That's probably going to end up being a loss. And the Jets at home to end the season. Who knows what Aaron Rodgers and the Jets will be at the very end of the season. They could be completely out of it. They could be in it. They could be winning the division at that point. I truly think that the Patriots just seeing what it was and and what you're seeing right now is similar to 2021. They might puke on themselves at the end of the season. They could legitimately go 0-4. Like, I'm telling you, like, they could go 0-4 in that that run. And they probably end up going 1-3. That's where the discrepancy is going to come. That's so late in the season and things change. But we've seen it in 2021. Patriots were hot going into the bye week, right? You come out of the bye week, you lose to the Colts, you beat a crappy team, you lose again, you lose again. Like, you don't want to have that happen. And I will say this, I don't think Mac Jones is a good quarterback in cold weather. We haven't seen him win a good cold weather game. And all those four games at the very end are going to be outdoors and cold weather. So that's going to be... A big statement on Mac Jones, whether he's going to be your franchise quarterback going forward, because you live in, you live in New England, you work in New England, you're here, you're going to have to win in December and January if you want to win football games. If you're not a good cold weather quarterback, like look at Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning struggled his career in cold weather. He has a losing record with temperatures 32 degrees or under. Remember that Super Bowl against the Seahawks. He got obliterated that Super Bowl. It was outdoors in New York. Just saying, keep these things in mind. But I do think that they can split it two and two at least and limp in there. But they're limping into the playoffs at that point. That's four tough games in a row. Four tough games in a row if you've got to be winning those and limping into the playoffs. And then after that, I mean, who knows? But I have them at least at the best, at the best, they're ceiling. It's 12 wins. It's 12 wins there. I think being realistic, it's going to be 10 because I said you can take that last four games and that's going to end up being a one and three. And then you take that Bills and Dolphins and they go 0-2 and 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 there's your 10 wins, 10 and 7 right there. I don't think they're going to be any worse than that. The main point of the story is this, that cluster, Washington, Colts, Giants, Chargers, Steelers, you got to go 5-0. You have to start the season 2-2. Two and two. 
Like if they start three and one, you're ahead of schedule. But if you want to be on that Bab schedule, you want to be on that 12 win schedule, you got to go two and two to start the season. And that's doable. That's doable. Anything worse, I don't trust it because in 2021, they started the season one and three. But you didn't have that soft schedule because you still have the Bills and Dolphins just looming there right smack dab in the middle, week seven and week eight. And you, and like I said, that could be two losses in a row. That should be split. We'll see what, en- we'll, we'll see what ends up happening there. And for the people that are laughing, the people that are doubting, that's fine. Doubt them. Yeah, Vegas has them at seven and a half wins. I'm telling you, this team is going to be a lot better. Their defense is better, and their offense has a legitimate coach. They won eight games last year with Matt Patricia as their offensive coordinator. Come on, people. Come on. Yeah, you can see the schedule gets tougher, but I just showed you there's a very big soft spot in the schedule twice. Saints and Raiders is a soft spot, and then the Commanders going to Pittsburgh. Those are soft spots right there. It's very, very doable to get at least 10 wins at best 12 wins. And what I like about this new era of Patriots Nation is how split the fan base is. Everybody just arguing with each other. It's fun. It's fun. I like to have these debates. I like to go out there and defend the wall the best I can. And I like this because no week is guaranteed anymore. There's no more layups and it makes it fun. It gets you on the edge of your seat. Listen, we got the six Super Bowls. We've seen it all here. They'll get back there at some point. But I think that the progress this team is making as a whole is on the right track this season. And this season, you got to get back to double-digit wins. I'm telling you, I sold it to you. You guys are all going to be wrong that are commenting right now saying, I'm, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's that. I have it right here. Look. I'll Yo. Mac Jones is uh Mac Jones is well it's first off it's great to be back on here, man. Really feels good to be Go back ahead. on here. And um What's up? you know, I don't think you're crazy. I think you're, I, I do not th- I don't think you're crazy at all. I think, you know, some of the strides that we've seen this team go on, especially in the later part of the year, that's what's gonna matter most. And you know, again, that, that four game stretch in, in, at the end is, is what's gonna really tell if this team's gonna be serious or not. And, and as I, as I always say, you know, injuries play a role here. That's why it's kind of tough to really look at that schedule and, and really make a confident prediction on, you know, what they're going to look like, how we're going to look like, because injuries play a big role there. But I was saying 7-10 and 10 worst, 11-6 and six best. I think, that's the, I think that's very realistic. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, again, it's, it's going to come into the clusters of, of these games, right? Like I said, Eagles week one, you win against the Eagles. If they lose against the Dolphins week two, it's not a big deal. You've got to stay on this track at least of two and two to start the season. Anything better than that is a plus. But the way it is, is there are games on this schedule that are must wins. You must beat the Saints. You must beat the Raiders. You must beat the Commanders. You must beat the Colts. Those are teams that you should be able to stack up against and win those games. And if you end up losing those games, because let's, let's face it, division, six games of the division, you're probably splitting it going three and three. You don't know what the Jets are going to be like at the end of the season. You don't know what the Dolphins are going to be like this season. You don't know what the Bills are going to be like at the end of the season. But I split it three and three. There are these games that if you lose the winnable games that you need to win, it's out the window for them. But I think that with Bill O'Brien and trying to have that disciplined offense, disciplined defense, we'll see what happens with special teams. It's a huge question mark. We won't know it until we actually see it. But this schedule isn't as bad as what I'm going to think. Because everyone just saw teams, they just see elite teams and that. Not, I'm saying that they're going to lose to the Eagles. They'll lose to Kansas City. They'll lose to Buffalo. Like, I, I have that. They'll lose to the Jets week three. Like, I'm being real. But, but I'm also being real on the other side. Like, they're going to yeah. win games. Like, there's some people out there saying they're only going to win five games this season. And I think that's asinine to say that. They did it. They won they seven off games with Cam Newton. One. Like, they yeah. won seven games with Cam Newton. They won 10 games with rookie Mac Jones. They won eight games last year with no offensive coordinator and no coaching discipline. So it's like this team has just been stuck in that middle of the mud, but they're still in the middle. Now that they actually got everything together on the same page, I mean, I think, they should be able I think to the only concern about the offense, what you were saying when, we opened, when you opened up the live, was kind of the, 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 the chip on Mac's shoulder and, and what, you know, what he's going to to go into what is he's going to go into preseason on his mind what's going to be on his mind you know what you know is he thinking am i going to go in here and, I, and i'm automatically going to be the guy right do i have a, do i have competition behind myself 
And I think in the back of his mind, he's never going to he's never going to forget that Chicago game. He's never going to forget that Chicago game where he got benched and Zappy came in there and threw two touchdown passes to Jacoby. Right? He's never going to forget that. And in terms of like you know how did this offense improve itself? It's kind of tough, right? I mean, you basically went one for one giving away Jacoby for Juju, two different styled receivers. You know, you, you gave away Janu, who clearly didn't fit in well with the offense whatsoever, and then brought in a guy like Kisiki, who honestly had a pretty solid year. And then you let go of, you know, Damian Harris, who got pretty much, no, you know, a very cheap contract in Buffalo, and get a guy like J-Rob, who has potential too. So it, it, there's a lot of question marks on what we expect for this offense. But I think the most exciting thing that I'm looking forward to seeing is, is finally, a, you know, a, 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 I guess it's fine to say intelligent uh great offensive-minded coach finally back in control of this offense of Bill O'Brien. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, Mac has a lot of things that went against him these last two years. And it's whether it's getting destroyed in the playoffs up in, up in Buffalo, last year getting benched. I mean, even after the benching, like I said, when I was at that Jets game, and I saw Mac Jones post game, it looked like he had – the monkey off his back like he just he felt relief and mac jones didn't play horrible down the stretch last year mistake free football is what mac jones needs to be he literally it just needs to be a game manager i don't see him being elite i don't see him stepping up i'm not going to say he's a top 10 quarterback if he can just be right there in the middle but trust the pieces around you to make the plays trust your defense to get you right back on the field Remember in that preseason game where they had that eight to nine minute drive in 2021 and everyone's like, wow, that's reminiscent of Tom Brady. Like, wow, like that's what you need out of the offense. Slow, move it down the field, but get the points off of it as well. I, I think that Mac Jones has got a lot on his oh, back. This is, he knows this is it. Like, absolutely. We no, should agree too question. that this is it for Mac Jones year three. If it's, it, it's, it's it for you. Like if, if you, if you, puke on yourself you're yeah. done like it's over it's going to be the next guy and i'll say lastly before i add somebody else in here and i'll keep it on here as well too is that mac jones played very well going against tom brady so even when i was negative and saying that's a lot of pressure this is a lot of pressure mac jones outperformed tom brady that game and in yeah he took the loss but it could have been a win for the for the new england patriots so it's like he's already had that spotlight on him, and he outperformed Tom Brady one-on-one. -on -one. I know at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses, and Brady ended up getting the win. But I feel like he's already used to that pressure. They, he already had that in his rookie season. Maybe going into this Eagles game, there won't be as much pressure on him. But I, it's going to be sixty to 70,000 fans on your back on that first drive. Oh, yeah. So it's, but they have months and months to and they, and they know Philly's going to come in hot. <laughs> and they're they're going to have losing a Super Bowl like that. They're going to want to so get back just, out we'll, there we'll and play again. I mean that that team is hungry. That team's going to be hungry again for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hopefully. I, I, We're I back mean, when Matt Patricia yes, leaves the uh, back. game script. It'll, it'll help Thanks for bringing me back Chris, in. It's good to see you. <laughs> uh, schedule. Talk to us. What do you see you for have wins and losses? What do you see wins? for I record? What do you see for um, whatever? But you we're see. pretty close on that. I think they're, you know, I think their floor is like ten wins, and I think their ceiling is twelve, which is exactly what you pretty much said. Um, I think they'll split the series with the Bills. I think they'll still, even if Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets, I still think they're going to sweep the Jets. And then the the Dolphins, there's always playing in Miami, so you never really know with that. Uh, but I, I think. Like this season, the Patriots are loading themselves up with a, to to set themselves up with the best chance of success. I mean, they got rid of their two offensive coordinators who didn't have any idea what they were doing, and then you bring in someone who knows the Alabama system as well as the Patriot system. So you have Mac Jones coming from Alabama and Bill O'Brien coming from Alabama. It's pretty much the same system that he's already known since the beginning. Um, and I just think I want to say this thing to all the people who are doubting Mac Jones and saying that oh, their ceiling is nine wins and they're not going to crack double digits and stuff. When Trevor Lawrence started, he had one of the worst head coaches in NFL history. Everyone called that year. They said, it doesn't count. And then now he gets a competent person on, on coaching. He gets a competent offense. And now they're saying that they're one of the better teams in the AFC. But when Mac Jones had a bad season with bad coaches, they say, well, now, now Mac Jones is a bad quarterback. And they forget about his rookie season. When he had our actual offensive coordinator and an offense that is very similar to what this offense is, and he made the Pro Bowl, and he was a shoo-in for the he was he was kind of pushed into the Pro Bowl, but he still made it. He still went to the rookie is he was that still went to the playoffs his rookie season, and now like you know you're 
they're not holding him to the same standards as everybody else. So the recency bias of seeing Mac Jones and be and get it, I, you're frustrated offense in the what you saw last year. But when you go back to 2021 and just see mm -hmm. what Mac Jones was able to do with that offense, it's pretty much the same offense that you're going to have this year. The defense wasn't good. Like they still had the dinosaurs, the Dante Hightower on the team that the JC Jackson that wanted to secure a bag. Like you, you had guys on that team that were on their mm -hmm. way out and you saw them collapse at the end of the season when they actually needed the defense. I feel like the last couple of years, this defense coming up should be a top top five defense. Right. Doesn't mean that your offense needs to be top five. Your offense just needs to be top twelve. It just needs to be one of the twelve best offenses, because that's gonna be enough to make you get into the playoffs. I mean, I, I really feel that if you can, if you can get a long, drawn-out drive, win time of possession each single game, get your the defense out thing, there for those three and outs, like, I, I trust the defense a lot. Max the biggest thing, not the, 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 the couple over, biggest things that hurt us last season was victories. the offense was run by people who didn't know what they were doing. So when you go out there and you have a bunch of three and outs and you have the defense have to come on, and then the other team has these long drives, the defense is gassed by the second quarter. And then you're never going to be able to stop Buffalo. And you're never going to be able to stop Miami or now the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. You need to be able to have an offense that can take the pressure off the defense and keep them off the field. And, and that's what they were able to do Max rookie year with Josh McDaniels. And now I feel yeah. like that's what they're going to be able to do with Bill O'Brien. And when you have a defense like we did last season, now I think we have a better defense this season because now we actually have a guy who can cover the number one guys on the other side. So you and then and then the emergence of Uche and Judon as one of the top pass rushing duos in the league. You have that along with the secondary that we have. You know, as long as the offense can keep them off. You also have a you also have a head coach that's defensive minded that you We're know stuck. he's all about defense. And you can focus on the doesn't teams. even have to worry about anything to do with offense. Like last year he's trying to insert himself. He's trying to insert himself into the offense. He's trying to figure things out. He's trying to work with his buddies, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. So he ends up stepping away from the defense. He can tell Bill O'Brien, you're running the offense. See you later. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to leave you alone. Go back to what you were saying before, Chris. Thing. And uh, that's what's going to make this you know, team offense, succeed. I think there was, there was another thing that hurt him last year was confidence. I don't yeah. think any sort of confidence from Bill or Patricia on, on you know, giving Mac an opportunity to go out and lead that team. And I understand that, but I but also, if you want to win games and if you want to have any chance of squeezing into the playoffs, considering how tight the AFC is and how competitive it is, you have to have some sort of, you know, level of, of, of confidence in your quarterback and confidence in your leader. And they did not have any of that. They didn't have confidence in the entire unit. Yep. The, the whole unit had no confidence. Yeah. And it went all the way up to the coaches. I, I pin all last year on the coaches. That's I, I, the entire year I pinned it on that. And Edelman said something very interesting. He was like, Belichick was so focused on the offense that he was not. He was kind of neglecting special teams, which is now why you had all those gaps with the two kickoff returns against the Bills. You have that happen. And then you have the offense where he's focused on that and the defense he's not focused on. So now he can focus on stuff that he has strength on. And guys, I'm gonna say this: it's it's May right now. It's so early, but you know, going into last season in May, and you guys, you guys have seen it, is that there was talk coming out of of OTAs of how poorly run the entire operation was, where certain guys were saying there's no playbook, like we they don't even know how to run an offense was a quote, <laughs> like. You and, and that's why I was giving Greg Bedard a lot of credit last year because the stuff that I hear and I hear things, I hear things that could be wrong. I've been wrong, but I, if it's been right, Greg Bedard was all over it last year. A lot of negativity came out of the months of May and June. And, th and that turned into me being saying, don't worry about it. Let's get to preseason. Preseason comes. They look terrible in the preseason. All right, no worries. They're going to they're gonna get, they're gonna catch up. They look terrible to kind of start the season. They just look yeah. undisciplined. But they still managed an eight-win season out of all the negativity in May, June, July, and August. Like, thinking about things of taking that Raiders trip last year in preseason and how bad that team played in the preseason, an important game for Mac Jones to get this team going. They looked like shit going into that game. Seeing some of their training camps and, and things not looking right, coaching not looking right, 
everything is going to come down to later this month and the beat reporters are going to come out and I know they're going to spin things a certain way. How much chemistry does this team have? How much do the players trust the coaching staff? Like you said, Chris, it's going to come down to coaching. What are things going to come out that are going to praise the coaching staff? Who's going to be the first few people on offense to start praising Bill O'Brien? Right to the media right away. And I think seeing that turn in May is going to give everybody a little bit more hope going into the season. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you put that well together. Yeah. You guys don't. No, I agree. That's fine. I, <laughs> I, agree. No, I agree too. It's, it's so early too. It's, and, it's and, so early to, you know, yeah. put in any sort of confident prediction on what we want to see and what we're going to see out of this team. Um, and, you know, what we'll see from them in the preseason, right? I mean, you know what, they're playing Houston, Green Bay, and Tennessee in the preseason, right? Yeah, and, and, and I want to look at, like, last year when we looked at the schedule, right, and I'm, and I'm looking at it right now. Uh, last year, we were very hyped up, saying, wow, the Patriots have four straight primetime games, right? Like, we were like, wow, like, the, after the, the NFL must know that they're going to be something, all right? They have three straight primetime games at the end of, in, in, in December. So I think the NFL is, again, trying to say, the Patriots are still going to be a team that's going to be hanging around. We'll see what happens. I mean, we got flexed out last year, but it's still going to be a team that's kind of hanging around. When you have Monday night football, you have Thursday night football against the Steelers. You have Monday night football against the Chiefs. You have Sunday night football. It's NFL Network, but it's still Sunday night football, the last game. Zolak was talking about it, saying that's probably the worst spot to be in because it's Christmas Eve. No one gives a shit. But people are still going to sit down and watch football because you're with your family. You're getting ready for Santa Claus the next day. You're going to be watching the Patriots on, on TV against the Denver Broncos. So to have three straight 8 o'clock games on this schedule, I think it's still a big deal to show that the New England Patriots still have some juice and they believe in that. Their schedule's soft enough in that five-game window that they're going to be able to, to win games. Again, you look at certain things like playing the Giants after the bye week, you're well-rested. The Giants are about to enter their bye week. They're going to be ready for that bye week. They're going to be ready for a week off. That's where you have to catch these teams. The Chargers coming in on a 1 o'clock game, a West Coast team. Chris, your <laughs> second favorite team, the L.A. Chargers. Easy. Like Belichick owns the Chargers at 1 o'clock at home i'm telling you so these little things are like that but you start the season zero and two if you start that season zero and two losses to the eagles losses to the dolphins and they're both at home seasons season's done that's that's i'm, I'm sorry the season's well, gonna throw it's a not wrench done in it for it's sure to say I mean, you want to start off with at least something window. to build on say like all right this is what we did right this is what we did wrong and if you have that one and one where you're saying split you the eagles either win the eagles or win the dolphins in those first two games that's going to be huge and key on to see where we are as baseline, where we are as a team. Because if you start off 0-4, well, then now – Yo, what's up, fellas? It's if I have to leave, it's because, you know, I remember I'm on the clock. But anyway, how you doing, guys? I feel like the Brady Bunch. Uh, listen, I'm not going to make a prediction right now. I mean, I'm thinking they're – Jorge, uh, go ahead. Take at, uh, at best, 11-6, and six, in the middle, 10-7. and seven. If they have the same record as last year, or, you know, if they're 8-9, and nine, whatever it is, then they're done. I mean, the big thing that we're not even – we can't even tell what's going to happen in this team until we start seeing them practice. Let's just face it. We're just speaking out of like, okay, this is who we have. This is who we're playing. Um, I agree with you, Babs. I have it marked that they lose three in the East. They split. Um, I have a split or possible two losses to the Buffalo Bills again. Okay, until they beat the Bills. The Bills are – you know, right now the Bills are our daddy. Let's just face it right now. Um, but – it, the, the one thing that people are forgetting about this season is if we have another bad season that don't make the playoffs, Bill's on the hot seat. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it will come down to what does Robert Kraft cherish more, the all-time win record for a head coach to happen on the New England Patriots? Or does he care more about his actual yeah. franchise having three straight losing – After you made the decision to get rid of the best years. quarterback ever. Right. And that's going to put Kraft in a, in a weird spot. Yep. And, and, and that's another thing is week one, Tom Brady sitting up there in the owner's suite with Robert Kraft and watching the play and, on the field. And, and, Bass, and if it doesn't the look good, were, the rumors you know Brady's going to be stirring the pot It was supposed to be Kraft Sunday Night Football with the Dolphins originally. And what I'm hearing through the grapevine is that Belichick was like, oh, hell no, Bob. You're really going to make us do Sunday night with, with Brady 
the Finns. Uh, no, he didn't want to do that to Mac. Uh, listen, guys, as, as much as we're talking about Mac, it's on Mac Jones. It is. Enable to be successful oh. this year, it's got to be on Mac Jones. This is make or break for him right now. Yeah. Plain and simple, guys. You know my feelings about Mac. I'm not hating on the guy, but it's make or and, break for this year for this guy. And putting uh, up. It, exactly. I was going to say, if we, my, my goal for this year is to win a playoff game. If we don't win a playoff game this season, I don't think Mac should be behind, behind center next year. I'd rather have Mac Jones be yeah. Kirk Cousins at this point. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is good, but at least he gets you to the point to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Or at least show a sign of improvement. Because, you know, you go back to his rookie year. Right? I think all of us were pretty impressed with his rookie season, right? 10-7, and seven, you step in with a team that was kind of a question mark. Yeah, yeah. they spent a bunch of money in free agency. Mm-hmm. But you still, you still managed to go 10-7. and seven. You managed to get in the playoffs. Yeah, you got spanked by Buffalo, but that was trending in the right direction. And then we expected some better things last year. You had the Bailey Zappi situation for that three-game stretch against Green Bay, Detroit, and Chicago. And then everybody was just kind of settling back a bit and starting to put more pressure on Mac and starting to put more blame on him. So I think that it's a both it's more of yes, the pressure on Mac, but also he needs to find something in him that shows that he has improved as a player, right? Whether it's his athletic ability, whether it's his arm, whether it's his intelligence. So he needs to show something more than what he's shown already. Absolutely. Listen, Mac Jones has to be like Michael Jackson. He needs to look at the man in the mirror. All right. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of all these fans acting like parent teacher conferences, right? And going out there saying you know, you know how it is. Old school, I'm old school, right? If I got in trouble at school, the, my parents looked at me. Nowadays, it's like they look at the teacher, right? The teacher, yeah. Forget that, Mac. You don't get that this year. I don't want to. I don't want to see him saying throw the effing ball. I don't want to. I don't want to see sourpuss Mac or anything like that. And people sit there and say, "Well, Brady did that. Brady started doing that after ten years, winning three Super Bowls and winning a couple MVPs." You know what? It's like we were saying earlier. You know, you talked about June Elmer saying, you know. The whole thing with uh, Bill Belichick concentrating on the offense, and I wrote in there. He also said, "Hey, Mac Jones, stop being a little bitch." And if anyone thinks that Tom Brady's going to sit there and be like, "Hey, Mac, let me uh, tell you how it's supposed to be done over here," you think Tom Brady's going to do that? Hell no. He might sign a ball for him, but that's about it. Jorge, we talked about the last couple the of years and, left, and this team having an identity left, crisis. They ago. don't Three have ago. a true leader, and that's what you got. I've been trying to shout. It, it's got to it, it's got to be Mac Jones at this point in year three, and we have harped about this the last two years, Jorge, about Mac Jones year one. Very timid, the way he's talking. He's very shaky. He cries a little bit, and I didn't like that. But yet, the same people in year one looked past that. Oh, he's a pro bowler. He got 10 wins. He's the best rookie quarterback. But it's funny how they changed their tune last year when Mac Jones was struggling early on, got hurt, and Bailey Zappi comes out of nowhere. Those same ones that pushed us down, Jorge, were like, oh, Mac Jones ain't the guy. But we saw some positives out of Mac Jones. Sometimes it's not all about what's on the field. It's off the field. And I thought Mac Jones handled himself really well with that benching. He could have pouted. He could have said something stupid. He went right back into it. They won against the Jets. He ended up being a game manager yeah. later on. Yes, he had some bad moments. Yes, the Thanksgiving thing. He And Jorge had to leave. He had bad moments as well, too. And But... I thought that came as more of a competitor nature. The media was trying to spin it to say he's pouting and he's and he's trying to go against coaching staff. He was no. I looked at it as as a competitor nature. He wants to win games. So take that package of the last two years and put it all on the line in year three. I truly believe that Mac Jones. Hey, he can want it all he wants. But he's got to show on it. the field. He's got to show it somehow. What you say to the and it's got to be in those first four weeks, especially. Yeah. You go first. All right, guys, first? give me your, your yeah. final I got, got my thoughts. You. <laughs> you right, if you want me to go first, yeah. whatever. Toss it up. Coin <clears throat> I'll go first. What? Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, obviously it's very, very early to, you know, make these these big predictions and, and, and really dig in deep in what we think is going to happen. But, it's again, and it's not an easy schedule either. You know, we've gone over that. that the first four games, last four games, those, that's what's going to matter most. And it's not easy. And considering now that you have another team in your division, not that you didn't last year, that's going to put up more of a fight against you is more pressure. So I think that I think pressure is the big word to think of when you're thinking about this season is all that pressure, pressure on the coaching staff, more so pressure on your quarterback. And if this team really wants it. So, I mean, listen, I'm excited to see, you know, a, a different style of offense this year. And a lot of the younger guys on defense, guys like Keon White and uh, Christian Gonzalez. So there's a lot of things to look forward to, but, uh, 
right now, I just hope the Celtics can pull it off tomorrow. That's that's the only thing I'm focusing on right now. I got to think the, the Patriots are setting Mac Jones up for a season very reminiscent of his rookie year right now. They actually have someone who knows what they're doing calling plays. They, they Like last year, they didn't do a single trick play. Not a single – they didn't even change up the offense at all last year. So this season, we have someone who actually knows how to improvise if the game plan falls apart. You have a, an offense that – some would argue is an upgrade over last year's because the key pieces that didn't work, they're replacing with some people that they think will fit in the system. So I, I would be shocked if the Patriots had any less than like 11 wins this season. And I think those games where you say, oh, it's a toss up. I think you got to start putting some weight on the Patriots side of those toss ups because we have the pieces that can work it last year. Those toss ups, they, they were always against us because we couldn't improvise. Now we have some, we have a defense that can compete against the top teams in the, in any conference. We have an offense that can game manage their way into keeping the pressure off the deep. We're a defense team. That's what we are right now. If we can have the defense win games, that's going to help us out in the, in the, in the season. You got to have the offense that's going to be able to take the pressure off the defense and let them do their job. So I think, I think we have an offense that can do that. And I think we're going to be able to win out 11, 12 wins this year. Absolutely. Chris, I appreciate you coming on taking time out today to do that. Um, I want to just kind of also wrap this up as well, too. I want to get Brett in here if he like to uh, show his face to everybody. And he can be the negative guy to, to push all the positivity out the window if he wants to do that. That's absolutely fine, Brett. Brett, the thing is, is what we do this when we come on here. All right. Here there you go. go. Right? Go ahead, Brett. If the, the floor is yours. Go if be If you negative. think we're getting 12 wins, you're going to be fucking let down pretty badly. That's all I'm going to say. Mac cannot get 12 wins in the AFC. I could see him getting double digits in the NFC. The AFC is too strong. It's very simple. They could get nine wins if they're lucky. I see him at seven. The AFC East is too strong. Uh, Bob is much better than Patricia. Sure. Right? I agree with that. You still don't have a true wide receiver one. You don't need a wide receiver one if you have Mahomes. Sure. Other than that, you need a wide receiver one. It's a passing league. It's not a running league. Sure, defense will keep you in games, but what did we see last year? You can't keep the defense off the field. You can't win the game. Yeah, I mean, I just look at it. Mac Jones is not a quarterback that's going to win you shootouts in this league. And I think that they're just trying to go on a different route and say, this is going to have to work. We have to make it work. And that's why you don't go for an elite wide receiver one. I'll tell you, if they got an elite wide receiver one, I'd love it. I just don't think it's going to be fitting Mac Jones. And now you have to start all over again to find the right quarterback. You, I, I still don't even think Bailey Zappi's the guy either. And if you really want to win right now, is uh, I mean, realistically, like, in my opinion, the Pats are in a rebuild mode right now. Like, you're not – you don't win the Super Bowl. Like, I really think you'd be damn lucky to make the playoffs. I think they have zero shot to win a playoff game, and I think they probably have, like, a 10% shot to make the playoffs. I have them at seven wins, and... So, okay. So, they I go mean, seven wins. I'm not wins. a big Bill guy. First of all, he's fired Like, I, I think he's sabotaged the team for his own greater good. I mean, last year he signed... Patricia as OC because that's who he's comfortable with. Like, that's his buddy. Like, there's just no excuses for signing a defensive coordinator at OC. And, like, it does fall on Bill. Like, until he shows me that he can actually win without Brady, like, I'm going to get a lot of hate for it, but, like, he he has a losing record without Brady. Like, he's yet to win a playoff game as a Patriots head coach without Tom Brady. Do you okay? And, and I agree. Like I hear you on that. But when you look at the roster that they have right now, right? At least the team as a whole is built better than what it was in 2020. It's built better than what it was in 2021. And I think as a whole, it's built better than last year. And that comes on coaching staff as well too. Whereas somebody like Josh McDaniels had to deal with both Cam Newton and Mac Jones in that situation, and McDaniels was going to go out the door anyways. Last year you had no coaching. I thought they pretty much have the same offense as last year, but they have better defense. I think this is Bill's last shot to have, this is what I got together and this is what's going to have to work. I think if you go seven and nine and, and I'll 
can play your game here. You go, you go seven wins, seven to ten. Uh, Bill's, Bill's done, Mac's done. The whole team has to rebuild again. Like, you're building around Mac Jones. Like, you can't just I'll all get of a sudden build around Bailey Zappi because right it's going to ruin the chemistry of whatever's built this I, year. I truly wouldn't be mad if they were fucking horrendous. I, I really wouldn't. Like, sometimes you got to make sacrifices, right, to, to get that player that's going to bring you over the top. Like, yeah, they're probably not going to get Caleb Williams, but if they could ever get in a spot to get a guy like that, like, he's generational. Mac, I'm sorry, Mac ain't that guy. I, I, I just don't see it. From, from what I've seen on the field – like, I don't see it. And, like, you're right. The team is better. The team is better. But so is every other team in the AFC East and the AFC. And there is no denying that at all. The Jets are miles better. The Bills are still way better. And the Dolphins are better. Like, in the AFC East, we are the worst team. It, on paper. On paper. It, it doesn't always correlate injuries. I mean, you know how it goes. But they're the worst team on on paper, and they're a bottom six team in the AFC on paper. There's there's no denying it. Preseason. Spooky, go. Preseason. Go ahead. I don't Baby even and Matt Jones. That's a big, big shot right there. They have to prove themselves. I personally think that Bailey Zapp is going to play a lot in preseason, and Matt Jones will play in preseason. Those three preseason games might actually, technically, like, really define our season because – Mac, I don't know. He's teeter-totterish. He's 50-50. Bailey Zapp has the crowd. Think about it. That preseason right there is real big. Personally, Bailey Zapp so who do you see winning has between a chance. the two? Bailey and Zapp what do you has see a chance. The season? He, he has proven himself. Mac Jones, I don't know, man. I was, I was contemplating burning my Mac Jones jersey after that last season. <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> Hey, but me personally, I think the Patriots, 10, 10 games win. Yeah, 10 games win most definitely. 10 games. <laughs> to be honest, we might switch out With Mac, Mac and Zappi. Mac Jones. Because, because Zappi has – Guys, think about it. Zappi has the fan base. Zappi has the fan base, and Zappi can play. All I – Listen, all at the end of the day is that I just – and they fumbled this so bad, the, the organization as a whole, ever since Brady left, is that you just want the fucking entire fan base on the same page at some point. And, like, I, I know that there are people out there that can critique Mac, and rightfully so. There are people out there that want Bailey Zappi, rightfully so. At the end of the day, we all just want to see winning. And if this team can get back into a winning way and towards the end of the season, I just want to see the entire fan base come together. Because let me tell you – for fucking months coming up, it's going to be arguments of me and Brett on here all the time. Me personally, I'm not a big, And I like, do not think I can handle the Patriots going one and three to start. I mean, I'm I, not a zappy, I might uh, like, fan like, bridge if that's woo, the case. but, like, he can play. I will give him his, his respect. I will give him his respect because he can play. He has I don't shown even, he can play. I don't even like Mac, brother, but Zappy cannot be the fucking answer for this team. They'll probably win four games. They'll probably... They'll probably win four games if Zappi's the quarterback, honestly. He and can't play, though. Time. That's all I'm saying. He's proven himself he can't play. And that fan base fucking chants, chanting, chanting his name and everything, he can play. That's all I'm saying. Um, Spooky, give me your, your final Patriots, thoughts before I let you go. Ten, ten wins, seven losses. Um, Go New England. Person, go New England. Maybe eight wins, Fabs. I just can't see anything over it. Like, die hard, man. Die hard. But I'm not going to get my hopes up and expect double-digit wins for this team. I, I personally just can't. And I, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope I bite the bullet and look like an idiot. But I, I the schedule is, like, a top-five, top schedule in the league. You, 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 you had a great draft. I'm not saying the draft wasn't great, but like you can't. You I can't I agree. He's to come in and, and fill the fill the gaps first year. Like it takes time to get better. It takes time to learn the system. The Pat system's tough. Like like look at Mac, man. Like even he struggled last year. Like he he still hasn't even hit his fullest potential. And I, I mean I don't think he's anything special, but like these guys aren't going to be breaking the bank and you an extra three four wins first year. Like and. 
it's just, it's just tough for me. I, I'm upset, and I don't. Well, Brett, that's no. I, you're the listen, real one. Everyone you're has their own thought. Realistic, on like people that. can think double digit but wins. The, I just. But as the leader of Patriots Nation, I'm not going to come out here and say they're an eight-win team and that's it. I'm going to tell you, I can find 12 wins here. I can find they, you 10 could, wins They here, could win 17, but it's about the team. I mean, anything's, anything's Brett, possible, right? On, but, all right. <laughs> but, but, Brett, there are games on this schedule, like, I look at it, the Saints and the Raiders. Like, you'll say right now, like, they're going to lose one of those games. In my mind, they have to go 2-0. and like, there's no way around it. Like, those are must-win games. These, like, Washington and the Colts, those are must-win games. You lose one of those games, they, they, I'm done. I, I can out. almost like, guarantee I'm, they I'm lose be negative. one. Like, I will agree with one you. One of those I, four games, at least one. And and, and then you, you you said... They better make it up somewhere else. You said something else. along like, the lines of if go they go 0-2 to start, start the season, they're fucked. If, I, I honestly think they probably go oh, on three to start the oh, season and maybe fucked. steal the four. Yeah, fourth. you're fucked. Like that that's you're way behind. You're way behind because the media is gonna be against you. The fan base is I mean, gonna be not, against you. You're not, Imagine you're not two being straight Philly. I don't home games and you're oh and two like, to start you, the you're season. They're loaded. The, unless Hurts gets hurt, like you're not being Philly. You, you have no answer for that team. No one had an answer for the team. I mean, and speaking of Philly, who do you got tomorrow? Celtics and Sixers. But, but the Celtics will win. Tatum. <laughs> yeah, go, go fuck yourself. Go go stick to NHL. Brett Brett's on the most epic heater uh, sports betting. People should be following him to get sports bets. By the way, I'm just saying. That's it. I'm done. It's over. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be twelve and five. Book it right there. I know I'm probably going to be wrong. Ten wins the least. Anything less than that, no bueno this season. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun arguing. I'm here. I'm defending the wall. I'm here defending things. Shout out Jared Stidham now on the Denver Broncos. Fucking Christmas Eve game. They wanted to go out to Denver. That ain't happening. Not going to ditch my family on Christmas Eve to go see Stidham. Maybe I'll see him at a different point at some point there. But I can't wait for the season just to come. I can't wait for OTAs and see what comes out. Again, these are the things I'm focusing on this year are the chemistry out of the team and OTAs. Who shows leadership on the New England Patriots? Um, you know, July is going to be a dud month of, of information, but then come into training camp. Spooky's absolutely right when he says it's going to be Zappy versus Mac Jones. Zappy's going to get a lot more reps in those preseason games. What you see last year People are going to be hyped for Bailey Zappi. Competition is good. Quarterback competition is good, guys. Bill Belichick wants that out of everybody. And I think that Mac Jones should know that his job's on the line, just like he did last year, to have someone like Bailey Zappi right behind him and Mac Jones is ready to go. It's going to be good for both of them. And I think it's going to be better for Mac Jones. You invested a first-round pick in this guy. You take him. You got to roll with him. You see what happens. You can't bench him again. Like, he cannot – if you bench Mac Jones again, it's done. It's over. You can't play this game of swapping quarterbacks back and forth. The guy literally needs to start every single game the entire season if he wants to stay here and be the face of the franchise. Maybe Mac Jones isn't the guy. We're obviously going to find out, and this is year three. You can't play this game of he's the guy some weeks, he's not the guy this couple weeks. Like I said, the last four games of the season – cold weather games and i'm doubting mac jones in that i think he could go oh and four they would not shock me you need to at least split those games if you want to stay here long term if you want to stay here long term and be that quarterback you got to go out there and prove yourself we'll see i'm could they go seven and ten could they go eight and nine it's a possibility but when you look at the last couple of years cam newton in that 22 20 team were so fucking bad and they still managed seven wins in that season. They were so close to beating Buffalo that year. It was a, maybe another game where they, they, I mean, they barely won games that they should have won. This, this, they, they went seven and nine. That team was a three win team at best in 2020. They overachieved. 
uh, rookie season of Mac Jones, getting 10 wins with a rookie, and they started one and three. They started one and three and got 10 wins. They overachieved in 2020. Soft schedule. But they the games that are supposed to be gimmies, they've won the gimme games. That's why I'm saying the gimme games, they're not, not guaranteed. But you've got to win those gimme games that I look better at gimme games. Last year, to go eight and nine after losing Josh McDaniels, and then even the sense of special teams meltdown, and they still managed an eight and nine season, is pretty, and, and held themselves together in that last week against Buffalo, is still impressive. Because that team last year, watching that team, they were a five win team. So I look at this year, it's like they have the pieces all together, whether it's the coaching staff. You've got guys that are now have been in New England for three years. You've got Mac Jones on year three. You've got Hunter Henry year three. You've got Kendrick Bourne here for another year, like on year three on a contract year. Devontae Parker on a contract year. You've got Gusecki here on a contract year. All these offensive pieces are contract years. It's a Ramadre Stevenson, if he wants to stay here, contract year. Like, that's what I like about the way the offense is set up. And I like that Belichick focused a lot on the defense. Defense, I've had no issue with. I felt like you scrap everything in 2020 in terms of your entire team. I think he's rebuilt that defense up in the last three years. Special teams is getting rebuilt this year. It's it, it's the perfect storm coming this season. It's both ways. It shouldn't shock you if this team wins 12 games. It shouldn't shock you if they go seven wins. But I, I want to be on the optimistic side. I'm going to be up here, and I'm going to stay up there all season. Will I have a meltdown? If they go 0-2, absolutely. But I, I do believe they'll split the first two games. I do think they'll go 2-2 two and two to start the season. And then you just go from there. You just ride the wave all season. That's it. You guys have a great weekend. Celtics tomorrow. Celtics game 7. Be down at the Garden. 21 plus if you want to come out. Big Night Live. Studio B. We're going to be there for the watch party. I, I five, Fun time of the year for GRD and following his adventures. So... I'm excited for that. You guys, 